right, welcome to Lead Generation World. We're here. What's up, bro? We made it. We made it. So first off, we have the, I think, costume award goes to us. Uh, so far, so good. I mean, I mean this is, uh, we got a lot of smiles, a lot of people, yeah. I, I think so. So what are we going to do here today, Scott? Today, we are going to bring the brightest minds of the conference to this area right here to talk to us and tell us about their companies and what they do and how they can help all of our amazing followers today that we have. And bro, aren't they lucky to do it? I mean, like, what an opportunity to get... To come to a conference and not only be able to like talk to people, but now you have an opportunity to share it with the outside world, people who couldn't make it, that type of stuff. I think it's an amazing thing. 100%, bro. I'm looking, at, I'm looking forward to spending the day with you, talk to some epic people, yep. and yeah, bro, let's get it done. Yeah, so what, what, uh, what's your goal for the, for the deal? Are you going to keep the wig on all day? Bro, I'm going to take the wig off. Are you? Even though I do kind of like it, yeah. Like part of me wishes my hair was actually this, uh, at, at least a, uh, at least a little bit. But what kind of hair looks best on Jimmy? I gotta tell you, he put this one on last night. <laughs> oh my gosh, it looked like a uh, Thor. I think it was the best way to put it. Dude, so good. The short thing I got going on. I yeah. mean, this is kind of the best part right here is in the back. So turn around and show. So like with the headband here, you can really tell. It looks like like. Looks like real hair. Does it, I think it kind of does look real. Yes. It, I mean, like, yeah. it's clearly not, but whatever. I think so, at the end of the day, hey, people are going to remember this hair, right? I've already got people saying, man, I love the hair. It's uh, a great thing. Dude. 100%. I agree. Um, we're marketing, and we're marketing shape. We want to get the word out. That's we, right. I, I think here, goal for the event is, I know, isn't that beautiful? It I is. I think it's beautiful. The headbands down there. I'm so glad that it came in time. Yep. It's really cool. It's really nice. I love it. With we the also have the sponsors here. Yeah, all the sponsors that we we're got. The Generation World itself. So we're here, you know, promoting them. I want them to come talk to us and share the stuff about their products. You only get so much with signage, but Yeah, we want to talk to talk. we want to talk to everybody here. So what else am I excited about? Bro, I love hanging out with all the nerds here. I know. Like we're all we a bunch of nerds we and we all and we get the chance to actually I don't know, nerd out about things that you really can't like dude, TCPA. 10 DLC, yep. omni-channel communication. It's just, we drop all of these terms yeah. and it's- We all come together with our own specialties of things. It, and we but, all can kind of figure out how they all tie in together. But, but we cool. also, we all speak the same language already. So it's yeah. kind of like you're going to an event where like everybody has your level of nerd with yep. lead management, CRMs, purchasing leads. And look, that's another thing we're gonna do. We're gonna talk a lot about 10 DLC, how it's affecting uh, companies. A big question. Yeah. Um, TCPA laws. Yeah. And we, we had a great discussion last night at the poker table. So me and Jimmy played poker with the conference at a, uh, what was it, $100 buy-in, uh, rebuy. It was yeah. a crazy it tournament. Was, it was a crazy tournament, yeah. Uh, but then I had Eric Troutman, who came and sat at my table right. with his hat, his top, top hat, hat, and his crazy his suit. double-breasted double yeah. suit or whatever it was. Really cool. And just the level of discussions we had, everyone at the table all wanted to ask him questions and walk through certain scenarios. And Eric was able to... Yeah, you can do that, or no, you can't do that. Right. Or you can do it now, but you can't do it later, and you got to prepare. And anyways, yeah. that was a really cool thing about last night as well. I he kind of got like free legal advice yeah. while At playing poker with the guy. And actually, he's a fun dude. He's so funny. I mean, it was yeah. hilarious. He, he was hilarious, and we were going all in yeah. on just like the stupidest stuff. Yep. And man, what a lot of fun that was. Yep. Talk about the rebrand. We're rebranding to get into shape. We are. Yep. And so, you know. Obviously, so you're on the edge of the camera, so like... With the headbands here, you know, the idea of getting into shape, right? And and to me, a lot of it is getting into sales shape, right? Because there's right. the whole component of 
you got to come in, you got to be consistent, you got to do it every day, just like you're going to be at the gym every day to see the results you want. And guess what? I think there's a, something that hit me as well is that getting in shape, <clears throat> like, there are things that you're going to do today. You're going to be lifting. Yeah. You may not see the results for 30 days, 45 right. days. And think about right. that with lead management as well. You're going to call leads today that aren't going to convert today. Right. But they will in 30 to 45 days. You start to see the fruits of your labor spent getting in shape over time. And I think that's kind of the biggest draw for me into this kind of rebrand about being in shape is the fact that we can, you know, get people to really start thinking about this with, from a sales perspective. And then guess what? I, you know, I, I know I feel better when I'm in the gym. And yeah. I know I feel better about my job. And 100%. When I'm calling leads and doing the things that oh, I yeah. need to be doing. So I think it's a great tie-in, something that, you know, people need to, to you know, have that mindset of getting in shape. And, and, and I think the podcast is what's going to bring it yeah. all together. Hearing from industry leaders. Yeah. Bringing everyone together. Doing coaching that calls. Idea. You know, it might trigger an idea for you to try a new strategy when you hear a podcast or the Get in Shape podcast, right? So 100%. We're getting into shape. And I think that, like, I really like the old brand because I thought of it. It was my idea. Well, it's a great idea, yeah. It, it, it was good. Yeah. But this is... The, this one's so much more natural. Like we don't have to like, like it's, uh, I love it, bro. It's it, it, it for everything that you just said. Yeah. We're getting into shape and not just physical shape, not just mental shape, but sales shape. Sales shape. Yeah. Why? Cause we want to drive 200 miles per hour, not 35. That's we right. want to drive a Ferrari because that's what that's we are. Right. Yep. We don't want to be driving some stupid fucking Jeep. Wow. Right. Listen exactly. to me. Listen to me. Get you don't passionate. have a mountain. You want to deal with a mountain every day? A bumpy road? Are, are you climbing Turbulence? a mountain? Are you climbing a mountain every day yeah. or are you driving on a racetrack? And that's just the exactly. thing. So how can we spread the word about that? Dude, that's what I'm really, I'm pumped about. So yeah, dude, yeah. get into shape. Well, it, you know, think about the last shape shift, right? That was right. The, the idea behind it. Still, it was, you have to get a shift your mindset to be able to do it. So I think that still applies. It was a good first brand, For, yeah, you know? It was a good first first rendition. Yeah. And dude, we, I, I, I guess here, we could talk about Kyle Draper for a second. You know, I started the podcast, Shapeshift, not even knowing the name of the podcast. I literally thought, I don't know what I'm going to name this, but I'm just going to call it the Shape Show for now. Yeah. You know? And I don't know. I guess I'm kind of patting myself on the back. But sure. also, it's like, you just have to get started. Yeah. And then you figure it out along the way. And like, I did a bunch of solo episodes. I did a bunch of, we did interviews yep. with us and just other employees of Shape. And then we advanced to other other industry leaders and now we're doing some of the top talent right in 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 the industry and it, it, so it didn't happen overnight right but i knew where we were going right you know what i mean like yeah. you kind of have to get the Just bad videos start. out of the way yeah. first sure. and then you can actually continue and build but if you don't have those first building blocks you can't build right agreed hey why don't you tell everyone a little bit about some of the coaching stuff that you're working on as well so look what i want to do is i want to help people become more efficient and effective in their workday. And the deep reason why is because when you're at work, you need to work. When you're at home, you need to be at home. So a lot of times people struggle with, hey, I'm at home and I'm still in my job. Right. And and a lot of people work from home. So right. it's even more difficult to sure. separate that. Sure. So you really got to be targeted and focused. It's not just about doing things first thing in the morning. It's also about doing it the right way. Right. And the most efficient way. Efficient way. Yep. And you could take three hours to make a call session. You, you, you can make an hour-long call session last three simply by being somewhat inefficient. Like you could still be working the whole time, but if you're checking a spreadsheet, if you're leaving a manual voicemail, if you're messing it up and hitting asterisk, if you're sending manual texts and emails. If all of that isn't just done for you, because by the way, it's the same 
email that you send on call one, this one happens. Right. On call two, this happens. On call three, this happens. Why not automate it so that all you can, all you have to do is leave a call, leave a voicemail, take an action, and be calling the next lead. Right. And yeah, I'm passionate about that, man, because people waste their time. And the professional that really takes this seriously, like, hey, I'm gonna come in, I'm gonna work, I'm gonna go pedal to the metal for 200 miles per hour until I get this all done, yep. and then and then I can go home at the end of the day. That's what I'm passionate about. And, yep. then, and then I would go deeper with it is that, how do you convert someone when you get them on the phone? What type of mannerisms do you use? What's the tone of your voice? Yep. How do you actually get the client to go into your funnel right. and take them off the train that they're going, which is, by the way, nowhere. They're going nowhere. Right. You need to save them from going nowhere and put them on the train to your product or service. Yep. And in my case, it was homes. One of the things that really got me fired up talking to you about it was that back in the day when you were a client of mine, mm -hmm. right? And one of the things that I did was shadow you. And I something I recommend to everybody who's doing this at all. If you're trying to get better, have someone who's an expert come shadow you. Yeah. And they can help point things out and they can understand your process or help build things a little differently. But one thing that stood out with me was how not only do you power through things, yeah. but you're on to the next call and you keep and hold people accountable to yes. what they need to do. And you set up a process yep. so that if they don't do what they say they're gonna do, yeah. you have a process to get them back on track. Right. You on the phone was the best loan officer I've ever heard on the phone. The way you immediately built rapport, the way you immediately built a relationship with someone, understood their goals, able to then tailor your conversation around what those goals were, Dude, nothing like it out there. No one does it the way that you do it, and the way you do it is the way everyone should do it. I agree. So here we are. You're going to be coaching people up on how to do that, how it all ties back into the CRMs, and you're getting the, the most value out of what you're doing. Dude. It's powerful. Money. It's powerful. Very powerful. It's money. So yep. we're here at Lead Generation World with Mike Robinson. Good seeing you again. Good seeing you, bro. Dude, I know. Are we gonna, I think we should do a dance. We should. We a, should. A, a direct mail dance. So why are you excited first off to be at Lead Generation World? It's a great show, it's a great opportunity, always good opportunities here, and want to push direct mail, especially with all the legislation that's out right now. Yeah, so we were talking about uh, TCPA, and what? how does direct mail kind of come into, I don't know, as a solution to TCPA laws? And like, here, are you restricted in any way? I'm really not, uh, and the good thing about it is, when you're doing direct mail, you don't have to worry about the, the TCPA side, because I'm not selling leads to everybody. Right. Some of the lead gen comes in. It's actually your data, your lead. Anybody who responds to that is a responder for you and only you. And that's the greatest part about direct mail is it's your lead and nobody else's lead. We are talking like just basically spitballing. Hey, wouldn't it be cool if like when you contact a client that it automatically triggers in a CRM to send you a nice postcard with maybe something of value or maybe just a thank you. What are the opportunities with direct mail if you really want to double down on an omni-channel approach? Exactly what you said, doing triggers. Triggers are huge for us right now. You already have all your data in your CRM. Yeah. And any time event activity, obviously you can SMS, you can email, but you can definitely do a direct mail piece. Thanking right. them for coming in, redriving them back. Again, it's a personalized touch and it can be one-off. We've got clients right now that are doing 10 postcards a week to 10 million a month. Wow. But for a normal trigger, no one's gonna wanna do that. If they have 
50, 100, 200 customers and just want to touch them periodically, it's a great channel to do it and you can touch and feel it. So, okay, how much does it cost to like, let, let's just say, look here, I'm going to do it, uh, send 100 out. How much is like less, the- Less than a dollar a piece. And especially with the rise of lead costs. Yeah. And there's they're only going one way, it's up. What's an extra dollar? to maybe solidify a customer or, or or even contact them to begin with. Especially when it's your lead and only your lead and right. it's not being sold off multiple places. Right, right, for sure. Yeah. All right, what do you think about the wigs? What do you think I about I love them. I love them. You're going to be hot as hell, but they're great. And the glasses and the and your little bandana. You got a little bandana? You yeah. like that? All right, that's Throw good. Throw back in the 80s. <laughs> You're at Lead Generation World with Kelly Elaine. What's up? How are you? Hi, Jimmy. It's nice to meet you. It's great to meet you, too. So we're, look. I know you don't want to be put on the spot here, but like we wanted to ask you a couple questions. Why are you here? What are you doing? And I guess here, what do you what do you offer to all the people that are here at Lead Generation World? Sure, sure. So I work for uh, Cannibal Ads, so we're always looking for traffic. We do a lot of paper call traffic. I'm working in the Medicare space. Okay. A lot of HCA. We're doing insurance. Um, and then, of course, we have our lead gen, the link traffic on the other side as well. So you're do putting ads on social? Yep, absolutely. Driving people to either fill out a form or call a number? You got it. And then you're selling that to, what's your main industry? Is it insurance? Mainly insurance, yeah. Just insurance as the big umbrella. We're doing a little bit of all of it. Cool. So what are you hoping to get out of out of today, out of the next couple of days at Lead Generation World? Hoping to network. I'm warming up, getting ready for ASW next week, right? So okay. we start off with Lead Gen, work into it. Um, yeah, looking for connections. So I'm looking for new advertisers. I'm looking for new connections anywhere I can find them to get more traffic. So you are just mainly dealing with the lead buyer effectively. Correct. The lead buyer themselves then has their own CRM or their own system or their own call strategy that they implement. Yeah, so we have internal data as well. So we're running a lot of our CRMs on our side, and then obviously all of the, the tracking platforms are critical to what we're doing. So you have a call center that's actually reaching out, setting up an appointment with an insurance agent, or what? What? how does it work? Uh, no. I mean, it sounds too good to be true, <laughs> if you're an insurance agent anyway. Right, no, so absolutely. So what we have is we have the call centers. They are getting the calls that are coming in. So the social ads, we're, okay. we've got our internal Facebook media buys. We're getting all of those calls coming in. Um, we've run them through a screening to make sure that they're meeting all of our criteria okay. and send them to wherever we want to send them to our right buyer. Got it. Got it. Okay. So that's kind of, yeah, you're doing everything. And I think it's cool when you can control all that because you have the full data loop. You, you know exactly what's happening. Right. So you can adjust your ads exactly. based on what you're seeing right away. Everything. Everything plays a part. Even time of day will play a part for us on where we need to set traffic. Wow. That's interesting. What would you say is... Um, a secret sauce. Why? Why? Why you guys over somebody? There's a lot of different, you know, lead providers. Sure. So why? Why you guys over say somebody else? Sure. I'm gonna say absolutely because we're on 24/7, which is a really critical part of this okay. industry. You know, if you can't get a hold of somebody and you've got calls not coming through, something's not connecting, or your buyers aren't pulling pulling through, you need to have their. You need yeah, all the time. Redirect. All right, Kelly. Nice to meet you. Here with Chaz Tedesco. What's up, brother? What's going on, man? How you doing? Dude, we're at Lead Generation World. Uh, what are you pumped about to be here? Like, oh, wh why are you here? I'm pumped about it all. So I'm out here with call tools, right? We have a power dialing, um, a power dialing solution, predictive dialing solution, and the cloud contact center solution. So we're out here sharing our software with everyone. Uh, there's a lot of lead vendors here, a lot of buyers, and uh, people that could benefit from our solution. So. so what were we talking about with TCPA? We started talking about TCPA, and I'm like, bro, let's record, because that's yeah, a hot right? topic for everybody oh, right now. Oh, it's crazy. What are you yeah, struggling yeah. with with that? Like, I guess, are, are there ways around it that you're working? You know, not really ways around it. Our platform has a lot of compliance features built in, so okay. we do a lot with state-specific rules 
rules. We keep up with, you know, kind of the compliance measures, federal do not call list abilities. So um, we kind of handle a lot of it for you in our platform. Okay. Um, so we're trying to really educate our customers and people we come across to. Obviously, it's ever changing, right? Yeah. You know, so. Yeah, you got to be careful. Um, there's a lot of changes going on. How can your platform integrate with Shape? We were talking about like a previous company yeah. that we both have experience with, 100%. but just like calling through and plowing through a, a list as opposed to a multi-line dialer at the same time. Exactly. So, you know, I'm, I was actually a Shape customer for quite a while. Incredible platform, cool. by the way, I have to say. You know, did a really good job with data management and all the things you guys do really well. But yeah, so there's always going to be the need for a click to call, which you guys support and do a really good job with. And there's people that want to get through their data a little bit faster. You know, yeah. that's really where call tools comes in, right? We have our answer machine detection built into the system. We're able okay. to dial multiple lines at the same time. Okay. And then once a live person's on the phone, it'll connect with your agent. Okay. Right? And, and where that works really well with Shape and other CRMs is as you, you know, disposition your phone call, you have a meaningful interaction. Right. You can then integrate and send those records to Shape or, you know, whatever system. Because you want to follow up. You want to actually have a record of the client somewhere. 100%, and, yeah. But, but that first initial piece is to get that initial connection. So, okay. I thought TCPA prohibits multi-line dialers. Doesn't it, or doesn't is it 10 DLC? It, it, it really depends, you know, if you have an opt-in list where people have come to your website, they said they want to hear from you. Got it. You know, that's really where you have the ability to make those kinds of dials. So you have direct saying. consent. Direct consent. That's what yep. is needed. That's correct. To be yep. able to call multiple people at the same time. Uh, not necessarily to call multiple people at the same time, but for the people you're actually initiating any phone calls to. Got it. You yeah. know, so. So how is that um, different, though? It seems like there's no difference, because you need that anyway with just, like, when you're not calling at a bunch of people. I guess, what are the right. hoops that you have to jump through to be able to call multiple people? It, it or is really there any? It really comes down to the, the customer and the dialer, you know, that's using the system. Okay. They have to be read up on their industry, their data, and we're basically yeah. just providing the software, right? So we could try and tell you things that we see and things that are best practices, but at the end of the day, the customer, they have to make sure that they're the ones that do the due diligence, you know, so. 100%, 100%. How do you right. handle that in, in uh, shape? Do you guys have any types of compliance features or? Well, we do have what's called lead funnels, which okay. basically walks a client through the proper channels to, uh, to effectively consent and not just at a blanket consent, okay. specific things. Oh, so it awesome. makes it compliant. And you as the, as the shape customer own the consent rights. So it's not like, for instance, if you work for a big company, and let's right. just say you leave that company, right? but maybe you close some business with a certain person. Well, who owns the consent? It's the company because Correct. they bought the lead or whatever Correct. it was. Yep. So yep. this allows you to actually have that control by effectively being the person that directly interacts like, with the is client. Is that a newer, is that something newer, newer to your platform? Yeah. Awesome. B-Funnels is a game changer. That's we, awesome. we create a website for you with um, A-B testing. This one performs like this, this one performs like that. Gotcha. And and it all integrates nicely into your system as the leads oh, come yeah. in real it, it time. It comes yep. right in and you can program nice. all of that. Nice, that's incredible. Dude, yeah, that's yeah. a cool thing. And just the way that we get people registered for 10DLC. Gotcha, you help with the registration process, we just, phone numbers. We and... basically do it with you. Oh, that's great. Because otherwise you're gonna yeah, yeah. do it wrong and then it will be you're a waiting. month or two. And even if you do do it right, it is yeah. still about a month or two. So that's something that's really impacting a lot of people right now. You, know, you said you're a longtime Velocify guy, as am I. You right. know, I worked for 
probably for about five, six years on the platform extensively for one client where we scaled a large organization. Yeah. And what I love about your guys' system is you've really taken the best of what was in Velocify yeah. and kind of ran with it and put steroids on oh, it. Oh, right? dude. You know, so. 100%. I wish that this existed while I was spending all my money on a previous platform trying to make it like what shape is out of exactly, the box. Exactly, exactly. For sure, bro. You got the multiple statuses. So yeah, I'm a huge fan, like I said, you know, uh, with a different company. I was with you guys for about two years and we had a great experience. Cool. So I had to come over and say hi and see what you were up to, you know, so. Chaz. It's Thank you, brother. We're here at Lead Generation World with Tracy Laney. What's up? How are you? I'm <laughs> very good. How are you? I'm shake my hand. Give me a hug. I don't shake. Give me a hug. This is great. So we were talking about how, like, I'm now in the tribe. I was initiated with this hug right yes. now. Normally starts with martinis, but it's early. What? Well, right. It's a, we'll save the martinis for later. Right. Here, why are you here? Why are you excited to be here? What's your main goal to get out of lead generation world? Well, quick background. I was in mortgages for over 30 years. Cool. And jumped out ahead of the little train wreck that we see going on now. Oh. I've been around for a while, had a few ups and downs. Right. And it was kind of a natural move to move to compliance. So at that point, I moved over to Acton Prospect and got dove into, apparently I'm a rural girl, don't tell anybody. Um, okay. Love that. And then um, just through sequence of events, I wanted to get into lead gen. Cool. I was kind of interested in it, went to work for Digital Thrive. Jen is the best, she's just a great buddy of mine. Um, okay. And had an opportunity to, um, for contact center compliance. A lot of people think they're DNC, that's their name. So, okay, so you moved to compliance, but really quick, going back to mortgage, yep. what'd you do in mortgage? Were you a processor, were you a loan officer? What'd you do? Compliance. How do you think I am? If, I am an old goat. Well, in uh, well, no, I set up the outside field sales team for America uh, American Advisor Group. Okay. So we had a team of about two fifty. Cool. I managed about eighty direct. Awesome. Yeah. So well, I, I I've done everything. Yeah, Respondent, wholesale, but that was that was kind of the crown of the most awesome thing. So I, and, and the reason I ask is that here I was a loan officer for fifteen years. Okay. It's a it's a grind, and yeah. and it and it's a different type of person that's in that role, and oh, especially yeah. if you're managing that big of a team like my goodness so that does make sense to go into to flow into a compliance type of a realm and i guess here what do you what are you looking for like what's why is compliance so important especially in today's day and age well i think there's a natural fit for contact center with what's going on with the fcc so you're going to have to be smart about how you buy leads you're going to have to have relationships with who you're buying yeah. it from you're going to get in trouble the next logical step is contact center we have a compliance guide that's interactive Okay. So people really don't know about. It's kind of like when I worked at Active Prospect, they all thought our name was Trusted Form. Well, at CCC, they all think we're DNC, which is fine. I'll, okay. I'll take that. Right. Um, but it's a one-stop for do not call, um, reassign numbers, lit scrub, uh, compliance guide. And we have this really cool thing called remediation. Okay. So what it does is you're dialing out you'll start to get blocked and things like that. Well, yeah. our software will tell you that so that we can get in and fit work with the carriers to get wow. you back active again. That's actually, that's a huge thing because a lot of people are getting blacklisted by the, at a carrier level, yep. but your CRM will make a call, your phone will make a, a call. It will act as if it's ringing, but, but it's not actually know, going through. Know, you don't know. So you have you have software that can yes. tell, is it actually and going we're through? The, we're the only ones. So yeah, I've never heard of that. You pull up a dashboard and it will show you exactly. Wow. Yeah, live time. So yeah, I mean, it's it's just, it's amazingly cool that, that wow. we can do that. You know, and we're 17 years old and anybody who's used our software right. never lost a lawsuit in 17 years. Wow. So yeah. That's fascinating. Yeah. Cool. So what do you see as a big hurdle moving here? The TCPA laws just got pushed back a year. Which, which you think is good? 
Well, I think uh, here's the deal. You're going to have procrastinators. Yeah. So, like, we have a summit. We had a, a sold-out summit in the fall, in December, okay. because everything had come out. Troutman was there, Pluja, Michelle Schuster. I mean, we had eight attorneys. It was amazing. Cool. Well, we're going to do another one in March, and that's kind of the next mark. You've got this, okay. and then that's going to be full compliance. Like, the procrastinators are going to procrastinate to the last minute, and they're going to really be in trouble. Yeah, so part of me wanted it to go through. <laughs> In, in, well, in a sense, oh, yeah. well, I mean, not I, for like I view it into to the lead world. Like yeah. when I got in it, yeah. I'd never been on Skype in my life. Yeah, and now I'm like, oh, who are these people? Like it's like my little underwriter brain and you know compliance thing was like, yeah, well, this, yeah, this is bad. Yeah, <laughs> like, this is very much bad. Well, I mean, here that's really funny, but I, I guess the, the reason why I wanted it to happen right away was because. I think that it's time for our industries to elevate. I think that everything that it is, is it going to be a pain in the ass? Are people going to get sued 100%? But like, I don't want that, of course, but I want to elevate our industry to the point where we do get direct consent from somebody well, and they don't get blown up by 10. mortgage background. Yeah. Look at everything we've been through in mortgage. It's going to survive. The good ones are going to come oh, 100%. by. 100%. And then they're going to figure out a way to get even better. You know, we'll figure out where the little loopholes are. But consumers are sick and tired of it. I, 100%. I, yeah. I get phone calls too, you know? And it's just from random people. It's just like, I've never gave you consent to call. Like, I want to call TCPA on you. Okay, but, but do that's you answer the phone or do you text them back and be like really mean to them? I, a lot of times if I just know it's spam, I just don't even answer. Right. And then I can, on my iPhone, I can send it to voicemail and I can even block it. And it's like abundantly clear, this is a telemarketer. It even says it, like scam likely. Scam likely. You know, yeah. who's, who's calling you? Yeah. So like... I very rarely answer those. And text too. I just immediately opt out with a stop. Well, the texting, between everything, like after been in reverse mortgages for a decade, you know, our senior population is so gullible. You know, between the UPS, it's at the warehouse, between this now AI scam thing, my daughter's at UGA, yeah. going around there. I you know. know. Between the, the telemarketers, the, I mean, they're being bombarded, and they really are the class we should be protecting. I agree. And and I think that's going to help with a lot of this stuff, too. And I think that it elevates the actual lead caller, too, because, like, I was a lead caller. I called lending tree leads for majority of my career. And it, you want somebody to actually expect your call as opposed to 10 calls from 10 different different places that are getting either trigger lead data or it, whatever it, it is. sensitizes them. And, and don't get me started on trigger leads. Oh, I know. Like, how is that even legal as coming from the biggest people in the industry? I like, know. Uh, well, it's legal because, yeah, the biggest people that are making the money off of it are selling and information. And better lobby groups, like, I don't know. And a better lobby, right, yeah, exactly. Don't, don't look at what we're doing over here. Go get the bad guys over there. But, but that's just the thing. So with this new regulation, it gets everybody on a level playing field. And I think that, okay, so I want to move into this. I think that personal brand is going to become, it's important now, but I think it's going to be just necessary for every individual insurance agent, loan officer, recruiter, whatever it is, to have a strong personal brand so that when somebody is giving consent to which person do I want to be able to allow contact with, okay, well, I heard of this person before, or quick search while they show up. Or on the other end, quick search, I can't find this person. Or hey, I've never even heard this person, so I'm not even going to do a quick search. Talk about that. 
personal well, brand? A personal brand. I'm a big relationship person. I mean, you just have to be. Transactional business, I think it's going to get harder and harder to do. Yeah. Unless you're like going through the 10 you know, item checkout is what I call it. You know, right. you're coming in, you know you need something. I don't want to talk to you, give it to me. If I have to talk to you to get right. it, if I can get it online, I'm getting it. Right. But, you know, we're... We're losing touch in a lot of ways, and I do think the lead business gives an opportunity to kind of keep people talking. Yeah. Things are still complicated. Mortgages right. are complicated. Yeah. Health insurance is complicated. Yeah. You know, as much as you want to do it online, I've never done a mortgage online, and I'm in the business. Like, I want to talk to you. Right. You know, and I want to yell at you a little bit sometimes. Right. But, and so I think that personal brand, get people, it's going to help referral business, and it's going to give credibility to the lead providers or the, the, even the in buyers who are buying the credible leads. Right. You know, right. I can't get called on solar when I did, you know, a health insurance query. Yeah. You know, so it, 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 there are a lot of bad actors. Yeah, 100%. You know, and it's going to differentiate from the bad actors that are offshore. You know, we can't do anything about them, which is the most frustrating thing about the legislation. They're still going to be there, but there's going to be an elevated brand for the people yeah. who are doing it right. I agree, yeah. 100%. Is there anything else that you want to share with the world while you, while you have Jimmy Go Ryan here dogs, interviewing. even though they're not playing tonight. Go dogs, even though they're not playing. So You're I'm, in SEC country right now. I'm a terrible sports fan. So, I mean, that, it's abundantly clear. If it's not abundantly that, clear, that I'm a terrible sports fan. It's abundantly clear. UGA dogs, they're not playing tonight. They got robbed. That's very sad. The so, Natties tonight. So just go, go dogs. Go dogs. Go dogs. Go dogs. So we're here with Scott Inkley. What's up, brother? Always a pleasure. Dude, for sure. So we're going to talk a little bit about shape. Sure. So tell me a little bit about what your experience with shape has been. Sure. Why you're, I guess, I don't know, proud to proud to endorse it. And then, bro, like you're an industry vet. Like everybody knows who Scott is. You know, tell us a little bit about singing a lot of years. Yeah. A lot of years, a lot of shaking hands and kissing babies. But <laughs> uh, for the most part, I have been working around sales automation software for over a decade. Wow. Uh, got my roots with Velocify yep. uh, running their business development. And then uh, was lucky enough to be able to work with Scott Payne on a few situations. He introduced me to the Shape team and I was blown away with their software. Dude, I mean, he actually did the same exact thing with me. Uh, I, I worked with him for a while, building out an instance in a different uh, system, and everything that I wanted it to be comes out of the box mm. with shape mm. right away. So what's nice is you don't always want to give somebody a Ferrari if they don't know how to drive stick. Right. So you want to create a tool that's really just comes right out of the box, gives everybody what they need. The support's amazing. Right. Uh, the partnerships we keep building every day to make sure that we're working with the best lead providers, the best of system aggregators, and in general, just try to make the tool as simplistic as possible so people can just focus on one thing converting more leads. 100%. What is it that you're actually doing for people? Like, I guess, sure. what's your service? And I guess, how can you help people? Honestly, I'm the biggest advocate there is of Shape because if people aren't necessarily using a sales tool, they're losing out on a ton of benefit from everything from optimizing what people are doing day to day, providing the visibility of what's working and what's not for management. It just, it truly just makes salespeople's life so simplistic. Mm -hmm. And there's a big group in the world still that aren't necessarily using a tool. Or if they're right. using a tool, it's more of a contact management database. Or, or, or it's like a freaking spreadsheet. I mean, you, dude, you wouldn't be, you'd be amazed at how many people use a freaking spreadsheet. Correct. And what's and nice about Shape is it's sales agnostic. 
Right. So as we go to these new verticals outside right. of financial services, right. you know, we, I believe we have a holistic dog and cat company. Sales agnostic tool that right. allows pretty much any industry to be able to utilize what mortgage, insurance, and home services have really been utilizing for a while to maximize their sales potential. Right. There's so many opportunities out there, whether it's debt, education, you name it. There's so much space where people aren't necessarily actually have a tool at their disposal right. that gives them the support they need, the infrastructure they need. And like you said, make it as easy as possible for people to be successful. Right. So you mentioned Ferraris. Yep. So, so I've, I just made a reel about this. Yep. The Jeep and the Ferrari. Mm -hmm. So I'm a, I'm a Ferrari. I can drive 200 miles per hour. Correct. But only on a racetrack. That's it. If there's potholes, if there's bumps, if it's really difficult to drive, sure. I can't go 200. Sure. So, and I think that people are stuck driving 35 because they're a Jeep and they're, you know, going uphill and everything's a mountain. Sure. Shape gives you a racetrack where you can actually accomplish what it is that you want. No matter if you're, uh, you said dog and cat, like, I mean, here, if you have a lot of things that you need to do, a lot of tasks that need to be accomplished, how, what better than going down the list and just click, 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 call, 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 call. I always use the analogy, shape is the engine. Right, and there's so many parts to this race car, and you need good gas, you need good leads coming yeah. there, you need good system tools in there to compliance purposes, make sure everything's TCPA compliant, yeah. make sure everything's covered, make sure everything you're doing is above board, mm -hmm. and then make it so it's just as easy as somebody to go in every day, click down a list, work the top priority, take your notes, system will disposition what to do next, yep. and then you're on to the next phone call. Ugh. Take the thought out of it, make it as easy as possible. What's your greatest success story in setting somebody up with shape? Whew, uh, there's a lot to count right now. Um, we're really growing our insurance business because there's a there's an opportunity to take shape into PNC, life, yeah. you name it. Mm -hmm. And there's a whole marketplace where not a lot of people have a specific tool and shape can kind of take a lot of that market share. The key is partnering with the right carriers, partnering yeah. with the lead providers, yes. friends at Everquote, friends across the board. Right. Building those relationships puts us as a key piece of their puzzle too which means that people will recommend our product, Shape, and then we'll also be recommending to use the right leads, the right call transfers, everything across the board. Right, 100%. So. Why Lead Generation World? Why not? Yeah. Why not? This is my 10th year at Lead Gen World, yeah. I'd say, give or take, with all the leads cons and everything. Right. It's nice to meet everybody across the matter who it's, matter. You it's know, a good group here. In one sitting, you get a chance to meet hundreds of people that you want to do business with. 100%. And got to take advantage of it every year. So. I look forward to the next 10 or so years of lead general. At the end of the day, if you're not using a sales tool and you want to and you have a need in your organization, Shape is going to solve all of your problems. Love it. You heard it here, Scott Inkley. Pleasure. Thank you. Love it. All right, so we're here with Arville Craig. What's up, brother? What's up, How man? are you? Yeah, man. Good to see you. Good, good to see you. We're here at Lead Generation World. Why are you so excited to be here? Man, I'm excited because this is the place to be to talk about what's happening in the industry. I mean, I'm in the AI space and it's a hot topic. It's always a good conversation to talk about. So it's good and, and it's fun to just meet people. We're all a bunch of nerds here. Yeah. So like we're kind of already on everybody's level of like you're talking about AI and you're kind of at a level like 10 with it. Yeah. But like there's not many places you can go where like everybody else is also at a level 10, like understanding you. That's true. I, I mean, here, we're talking about AI. We were nerded out about it. Like here, what do you do with AI and what are you excited about for the future? Yeah, I mean, again, AI is great to save time, cut cost. I mean, you want to grow, you want to scale. To me, you just want to have a, a free life. You want to have fun. 
Right. Why don't you have an AI do it for you? Right. So there's all kind of different ways to do it. I mean, I'm in the conversational AI space, which is like, how does AI talk with you? How does it understand human language? You don't have to like program it with every if then this logic, you can just talk to it. Mm -hmm. And so we do have two AIs that can listen to phone calls and do QA. Wow. So it saves time and save costs because people only listen to 5% of calls. We can do 100% at scale and save money. That's one of our AI solutions. Well, what is the data that you get from a conversation that can then be translated into something that you can use? I mean, honestly, we just take the audio, turn into text, and we talk to it. If you play with ChatGPT, yeah. you know, it's kind of smart. Right. So the way you would tell or teach an, uh, an employee, mm -hmm. listen for this, grab these keywords. If they make an in in incentivize the offer, that's a fail. If they say DNC, F you, I don't like you, that's that's a DNC. Right. So you talk to it it's right. in natural language, the same way you would train an employee, and we wow. can take those words and extract anything we want from all that data, and it takes seconds, milliseconds, to do hundreds of calls. Wow. Yeah. So, okay, so like for instance, somebody says DNC, whatever. You, the salesperson then doesn't have to be tasked with dispositioning the lead to a DNC, AI could do it for you. No, you don't want the AI to stop the person from doing what they want to do. Our AI is post-call. So Got we're not it. going to interrupt the person in the middle Got of the it. conversation Got and tell them to do. But if they make a mistake, okay. we can take the audio a minute after that call, find out what happened, go back into the dialer and put the DNC and update the uh, disposition if the person made a mistake. Got it. So they got to right. be flying under the next lead. They can't be thinking about all little things. I think DNC is easier. Yeah. I mean, here, somebody said, screw you, don't ever call me again. That, I, that's an easy disposition. Right. But deeper than that, I guess, what, what else is it going to do? Is it m mainly for like training? Exactly. It's training and coaching. So okay. again, if you got 100 call center agents doing whatever they're doing, you need to listen to, you know, QA and compliance right. is a part of the process. So again, right. we can take all those calls and score all those calls from the past week. Again, in seconds, yeah. you can score, you can kind of give a trend and however you score them, we take your own SOP. However, right. whatever you're looking for, we just translate that into the AI and it'll score it for you or score the buyer. Buyer says that call wasn't good. I'm like, let me listen it again. Right. No, that was good. You know, you're lying. So that's right. kind of how the product was created because we had issues with buyers saying the call wasn't good and our calls were good, the parent company. And right. so we built the AI so they can't lie about what our Is calls are like. something? It's always that. It's always like the, every salesperson's like the leads are weak. Yeah. You know, no, you're weak is, is really what it is. Exactly. Or, you know, some, a lot of times, too, that there's no training, you know, for, mm -hmm. for, for a lot of people. And a lot of times they're just being thrown. I know that's, that's how I learned sales. Yeah. Here's Jimmy. Here's a phone. Yeah. Here's Make, some numbers to call. Make it happen. Go sell some mortgages, you yeah. know. And I can't even believe I made it, it, it under those circumstances. But anyway, yeah. you got to be able to learn. you got to be able to have somebody be able to do it automatically because a manager isn't going to sit down with you a lot of the time. Right. And walk you through all this stuff. But if it's something where it's clearly known... Hey, don't say this or this. You said this or this yeah. 10 times in the past. Stop, you know? Yeah. yeah. I think it can give a lot of uh, transparency to it. So, yeah, that's the beauty of AI. Well, your weaknesses are, it can cover those on an infinite amount of topics and, and things that you don't have to be smart to use today's AI. You don't have 100%. to be a nerd, you have to be a genius, a data scientist. It's really simple. So how do you work? What, what are some just like entry level tips to people that maybe aren't using AI? What are things that you could how would you implement it if you're talking to somebody that's more of a novice that isn't really using AI in their day-to-day? -day? I mean, if you're a novice, when we say AI, I'm talking, let's just call it ChatGPT. Yeah. It does four things. It writes or creates content, code, conversations, and counsel or wisdom. You need advice. Yeah. So pick, a, pick one of those four. Again, content is easy, words right. and text. So just 
again, I always tell people start with the problem, don't start with AI. Right. AI can do infinite amount of things. Yeah. It'll get you confused, overwhelmed, yeah, right. and you won't do anything. Right. Think about your life, where are you stuck, where are you frustrated, make more money, save money. Yeah. And figure and take your process, take it in steps, right. and look for one of those pieces of the process where mm -hmm. you can use some AI to replace or help. So just yeah, kind of take it simple. Uh, yeah. I mean, every single social media post I write goes through AI first. I take the transcript, put it in, type me up. You're with Marissa Gaudet. What's up? How you doing? I'm fantastic. How are you? Boy, you are bringing up like I guess the the, the beauty in the room. I think here we're at a bunch of old. I thought you were the people. prettiest one in the room. Oh my goodness! So we're gonna make this sexy today. Is is our goal? And we want to thank uh, Landfall Media Group for all the referrals you guys are sending to us. You guys rock. We love you. And like, look, let's just get started with why are you here? Why are you excited to be at Lead Generation World? I'm gonna tell you why I'm excited. So honestly, this day and age with social media, it's very easy to have dopamine hits here and there. So when you're, when you're trying to sell somebody something and they're clicking, they're seeing, oh, hey, buy this, buy that, they're gonna forget you in a second. I mean, our attention span nowadays uh, is less than a fish. And it, it used to be, what, eight seconds, the attention span of a human being, and now it's actually 1.5 seconds. So being here, you put a face to the name, you make genu genuine interactions with people. You don't wanna buy from people that you you don't know. It, it's great to put faces, smiles. Right. It, it, it's nice to know the genuineness of people face to face than over text, because you don't know people, you don't know what they're trying to sell you. They don't know if, you don't know if they're faking it, but when you look at somebody in the eye, you definitely know if they're pitching you something that is gonna be worth your time. Love it, absolutely. Wow, and that's just what we're doing here. We're all hanging out, you know? I mean, getting to know each other, because like this type of stuff, we can't really do this in a Zoom call. See, if, I, if I saw you on, on LinkedIn, I'd be like, who's oh, yeah. this guy? Yeah, but, this Jimmy Ryan guy? But now that I got to know you, it's right. like now I want to be best friends and I trust you. 100%, but that's really it's 100%. Rising tide raises all ships. We're meeting each other. We're elevating ourselves just by doing something like this. Absolutely. Everybody wins. So what does Landfall Media Group do like specifically? Like what's your niche? What What's your ideal customer? So we are in data sales. We operate in over 30 different verticals. I would say my particular ideal customer and somebody that we've been working with for the past year and it's been expanding is the merchant cash advance field. These are people providing working capital to people looking for business loans and it's next day. So these people are making tons of money by providing these loans and charging almost, I mean, 100K, they're charging 40K on top of it. Jeez. It's, it's insane. So there's a lot of money going on. There's a lot of money in it. Cool. So you're effectively helping connect the end consumer with the buyer of the information. Yeah. Our so our niche has been providing um, quality, uh, high intent leads for these people. We provide the month to date bank statements. I mean, these are people that are applying. It's, it's, better, yeah. it's better than opt-in data because these people genuinely need funding. They're looking for it. Right. It's not just something that was. Oh, like I'm thinking about it. Yeah. Like they need it. Like they didn't just randomly they didn't do just click randomly bait. Click, and, yeah, yeah. They, they need it. Okay, very cool. Uh, well, what else do you want to get out to the world? What 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 has been the coolest thing that you've done here at Lead Generation World? Honestly, I think the coolest thing is just realizing that we're all just human beings looking to make connections and looking to do business with each other. I think that 
we get very lost in today's world and going around and seeing that you know pe people want to help their families they want to provide they want to make friendships they, they genuinely want to make connections and do right by people it, it's a good reminder that just because someone's on the other side of the screen doesn't mean they're just a robot or somebody with uh, no background it's it, it's good to to know what's behind there and it, it opens your mind a little bit 100 percent. well i we don't want to take up all your time but marissa marissa Gaudet with uh landfall media group here at lead generation world Love so you. we're here with alana hajj what's up alana hi jimmy how are you oh my god i'm so glad that we got the chance to meet me too well, so let's just talk about this to start why are you so pumped to be here at lead generation world oh my gosh the networking opportunities are endless here right and i can't wait for the next one already oh any, anyone who's in the business, I highly suggest they come to these events because the opportunities are really endless here. I 100% agree. And I mean, I've, we've already met a bunch of people that we could immediately do business with. And not just that, but they've been looking for like us, you know, and all of a sudden you come to an event like this and you can connect. What have been the biggest connections that you've made here? Mm, a lot of the call center people, also a lot of offshore people as well. You know, we have these booth buddies over here from South Africa and they were awesome to meet. So they'll be buying from us as well. Yeah. Anyone who's looking to buy their or boost their business, I would highly suggest coming here. So here, what does Landfall Media Group do? If you were to so, just sum it up. Landfall Media Group, we sell leads. We've been in the business for over 18 years. We're based out of Boca Raton. Our CEO, Kevin Brody, is amazing. Yeah, he's a cool dude. Super reputable company, great to work for. Yeah. That's awesome. So how do you think a, I mean, totally off topic, maybe this is your realm, maybe it isn't, sorry if it isn't, but we're, we do CRMs. That's what Shape is. Shape's a CRM lead management mm -hmm. uh, company. And basically what we do is we help people make their process efficient and effective. I guess if there is anything, how could someone that's using Shape work with Landfall Media Group? anyone that's looking for any digital marketing or just trying to you know excel or if you're hitting a plateau and you really need to kind of just find something to really boost your business i would recommend buying leads from from us yeah. from me <laughs> <laughs> okay sounds good so you're going to basically get the information you're not setting up an appointment you're just getting the information and then getting it to the end end user yes and you said 40 verticals is mortgage one of them insurance yes mortgage insurance a lot of our work we do in merchant cash advance as well we sell to over 80 percent of the industry okay so, yeah cool awesome well any final words that you want to get out into the world alana buy leads from alana hodge a hodge at landfallmediagroup.com wonderful and jimmy's awesome <laughs> Love it. All right, so we're here at Lead Generation World with Mike Faree. Mike, what's up, what's bro? What's up? How's it going, man? Dude, it's great to like yeah. talk over the phone, but then meet face to face. Yeah. It just makes it so much different. So. I mean, I, I, I feel like I'm talking to myself, <laughs> you know? This dude, is great, right? I, I, dude, I love it. I know. We got the same, we got the same haircut for sure. I, I say it's God-given, so. Well, dude, I fired my hair haircut. before it before quit on me. <laughs> you did. <laughs> I've been shaving my hair longer than I've, I've I had hair. Like so. It, so this is what you wanted to talk about, right? Hair. Yeah, yes, this is exactly yeah. the interview topic <laughs> that I want to cover. So, bro, we're here. Yeah. What What's awesome about Lead Generation World? What's not awesome about it is a better question. But I think no, this is a great event. I'm so I'm happy because every year we we really try to perfect it. Unlike yeah. Legion, where um, you can optimize continually every day, yeah. every minute, mm -hmm. every hour. Doing a show once a year 
Right. It's tragic if you want to continue to fix things because, yeah. you know, we, we try to make it better and then we find something else. And then, okay, mm -hmm. next year. And then mm -hmm. before you know it, you're six, seven years into it. Yeah. And, you know, which we're not there yet, but we're still trying to perfect it. But I'm really happy. We've got a ton of lead buyers here. Yeah. We've got a lot of great service providers um, and lead sellers. So it's good. I was telling Scott, I love the aura of people too. Like, yeah. uh, I, there's a lot of, I would say, professionals that are just at a level 10 nerd for whatever their niche is. Yeah. And it's like, you can go so far down the rabbit hole of people. But yeah. I think everybody here, we, we kind of know the lingo. You yeah. know, you say I'm in 40 verticals, that might not mean anything to like the average person, but like we all get it. So yeah. it's, I don't know, I think it's a cool camaraderie. A hundred percent. And what's really great about this, I think when I looked at the registration uh, about a week ago, we had about 400 yeah. out of 800 or so at that time yeah. that were CEOs or founders. Wow, yeah. Like that's crazy. That is, that's cool. So, I mean, we've got, a, and now we've got over a thousand attendees. And so a huge amount of decision makers are here, which is yeah. Great. And I've realized that. And yeah. uh, we're looking at it as opportunities of, you know, partnerships we can set up with Shape. Yep. But also, it could be an unrelated, I, I guess, service. But maybe if we're friends, you might know people that I might need to talk to. And I might know people that you mean it, might need to talk to. And it's just cool to find, I don't know, kind of find your tribe. So yeah. what, Scott and I have been loving it, for awesome. sure. Awesome. What, what's new this year? I guess, like... It, it, What's like a breakthrough that you've had? You've mentioned that you've been constantly perfecting it. Yeah. What was what, what fell into place this year? Well, as far as the uh, the show goes, I mean, we bring everything into the exhibit hall. As you can see, there's we have we have a, a bar behind us. Yeah, my goodness. Um, we have lunch in here. We've got workshop stages in here. Everything is happening within the exhibit hall. There's nothing happening outside outside. So we bring it all inside here. That's what we try to do. That's yeah. our main focus. But what I mean. From a topic standpoint, we've got uh, a lot of great, you know, speakers just covering everything from the new FCC rules right. to best practices around lead gen, lead management. Um, right. You know, your boy Scott is yeah. always uh, doing some uh, really, really great stuff uh, with content around lead management and shape. And so um, that's what we, we try to bring in here, you know. Dude, I, I love it. Oh, I didn't even intro you. Like, bro, who are you to lead generation world? You're the, you're the big boss. What is lead generation world? Who, where am I? <laughs> you had me confused. Like, did I call it something wrong? No, I didn't. I'm just messing with it. You were. I almost, I almost bought it. I was like, wait, wait, it's Leadspedia. No. <laughs> no. Uh, yeah, yeah. I founded uh, Lead Generation World four years ago. Uh, I was a lead seller, uh, a lead buyer as well. I just yeah. wanted to bring an event that's run by the community. That's somebody right. that knows the industry. Unfortunately, there's a lot of conferences out there. And they're, they're run great, yeah. but they're by people that don't really know the space. Right. And so I really wanted to bring home uh, a, an event that's run by somebody that's been in the space, that's bought a ton of leads, that's sold a lot of leads, you know? Yeah. And so I hope that's what people get when they come here is that home community feel. And I hope that starts from the top and goes to the bottom. I mean, it's kind of like a player coach. You're doing both. Yeah. You know, you're in the game yeah. while you're... Yeah, I mean, I'm not doing leads anymore. Mm -hmm. I'll be honest with you. I'm happy about that. I like this. It's fun to bring yeah. like people to, together and be, you know, the community sort of organizer at this point yeah. in my life. Yeah. Because the daily stress yeah. of, of buying and selling leads. Yeah, it's got to be crazy. I'm, I'm okay. Yeah, I'm okay, okay with it. You're okay yeah, with yeah. It anymore? <laughs> yeah. When did you make the transition to like totally be all in on this? Four years, uh, 2020. Wow. wow. I said uh, I was working for a call center. Yeah. Uh, doing biz dev and uh, decided to just start lead generation world. Wow. And so we did it. Wow. So I'm doing that. Yeah. Yeah. That's I love it. I, 
I love I mean, seeing guys like, three, like you It's here. like three years, bro. This is yeah. incredible. Yeah. This is epic. It's fun. It's fun. It's a, like I said, it's, it's cool to bring all, uh, the community together. Yeah. And like you said, uh, where everybody can connect. and Yeah. Um, it's yeah, just super chill. The community, I think community is the best way to describe it. Yeah. There's an actual yeah. group of people that yeah. we're all kind of already friends. Yeah. Like even if we don't know each other and it's just kind of cool to be yeah. in a room full of like-minded yeah. people. Here, use your mic. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah, I should sorry. use my mic. <laughs> I've been terrible. I thought he was a professional, but I know. <laughs> I talk with my hand. All right, so here at Lead Generation World with the Eric Troutman. Hey, man. Good to be here, buddy. Good Dude, to be for here. Sure. So, first and foremost, bro, the get up, I'm kind of jealous. I love every little ass detail. This is like so over the top. The shoes match. And then the top hat, bro, what's it all about? It's just the brand, man. You know, this is what people expect to see when they encounter the czar. Nobody wants to see a lawyer wearing a suit and tie. That's boring. That's dull, man. Like, and that's not what we're about. We're about being real. We're about being fun. And truthfully, if you're going to be the czar, I mean, you got to live the right way, right? <laughs> I mean, you just have to live the right way. I mean, if you're going to be humbly, you know, the czar of it. it yeah. But, but truthfully, bro, you are the czar of all the TCPA 10 DLC stuff coming down the pike. So yep. I want to talk to you about that. What's your opinion on it being pushed pushed out an extra year out? Well, yeah, look, we worked really hard for industry. We helped to get this done. I feel very proud about that accomplishment. I, I mean, the bottom line is the commission's ruling is going to be really challenging for small business, right? And, and look, most of the folks in this room, most of the folks that are lead generators, lead buyers, lead sellers, publishers, networks, they're all pretty small. Some are big, but for the most part, you've got tens of thousands of small businesses yeah. out there that are about to get crushed. They're about to get hammered oh. because they don't even know, really. Many of them don't even know like the full impact of this ruling. And, and look, we went to the commission. We said, look, guys, you have a responsibility to take care of small businesses yeah. in this country. You have a charge as the Federal Communications Commission to make sure that the network is accessible to people who are small businesses. Right. And you've got to, you've got to give them more time to comply. And you've got to reopen the comment period so that you, FCC, can learn more about the impact of your ruling on small businesses, the people in this room. And to their good credit, they listened. The power of reach, responsible enterprises against consumer harassment, which is a big trade organization now for the wow. lead generation industry. We went to bat, we worked with the Small Business Administration, and we got it done Bro, to get more time and the comment period reopened for small businesses to talk to the FCC. So what do you think is, first off, that's amazing. Congratulations. Thank you. What is going to really rock small businesses? What, what do you think is going to be the most surprising thing where all of a sudden, shoot, I'm getting sued, and yeah, I broke the law. I didn't even know. Like, what what's... Well, what the, is that going to be? The model has completely changed. Today, right, you're a small business, you're a publisher, you put a website up, you've got 5,000 different companies on your marketing partners list, you sell it into your network, the network buys it, they sell it to the partner, you got ping post, you go to the highest bidder, right? Yeah. All of that is out the window. Yeah. <laughs> All of that is gone. None of that exists anymore in the future. Right. Now that publisher has to have only one name on that form, one, or at least the consumer has to accept one at a time. Now. How does the network live in that environment? What's the value of the network? Maybe they've got the relationships with the lead buyer, right? The big seller at the end sure. of the day. Or maybe maybe there's some other fa uh, form or fashion. But to me, if you are a publisher, you're in harm's way right now. Yeah. Because the networks are going to start more owned and operated. Yeah. Right? The brands are going to have more owned and operated. The BPOs are in a pretty good position, I think. We can talk about that. But, you know, the poor guys, you know, in their parents' basement writing their finance blog trying to sell a lot, you know, sell lead to, to Capital One, they're gone, man. They're gone. But here, I think that that's actually a good thing, truly. I, I'm not, I'm generally for the little guy more so than not. But like, there's a certain point where there's a lot of little guys that are just bad actors and they just have nothing to lose. And they're just, I think it's wrecking the industry. I think that it's going to, 
I think every industry that buys leads is now going to pay more for leads, but they're going to be higher quality. And the consumer isn't going to get blown up by a hundred people that they didn't even intend to. Yeah. I yeah. think there's a lot of good in the law. Do you no, see that good as well? Look, directionally, I agree. We want to do whatever, and that's the charge of reach, right? Reach exists to stop unwanted calls. Reach yeah. exists to stop bad actors in the lead gen industry. But, right. I, but I will push back and say, I disagree that the small players are disproportionately the bad actors. Yeah. I don't think that that's true. No. And just because they're small, you shouldn't assume, well, these guys are going to be bad actors. Huh. I think there's bad actors that are small, medium, and big. and. What I really believe is that at every level, there's actually very few true bad actors. There are some, yeah. but there's a lot of guys that are like, look, we got to hit our quarterly numbers, yeah. right? And so we've been good for two and a half months, but yeah. now we're going to pepper the steak a little bit, right? It. And it's that tendency <laughs> to try to get their revenue numbers up with the, with the, with the volume that they just decide they're just going to make up at some point, right? That's that problem where, where everybody goes from being a pretty good actor wow. to a bad actor when the bottom line gets hit at the well, end of the quarter. Well, it's interesting, but if you think about it, okay, I have a family, I have bills to pay, I don't want to lose my job, boss is on me, we got to do something, what are we going to do? So what you're saying is, is that could actually influence. This is what's been happening a lot in the industry. So, you know, again, rather than see small businesses get crushed, which is what's going to happen, right? Like I said, the big boys are going to be fine, they'll adjust, the right. small guys are going to get wiped out. What I would have liked to have seen is better standards, better regulations, fraud detection requirements, things that would have actually been very strong so that players at every striation would actually have to fall in line and clean up the industry. Right. Unfortunately, what the commission did, I understand why they did it, but what they did is going to hurt the small businesses more than the big actors, and it's just not fair. Why? Why is it going to hurt them more than the big ones? The big ones can adjust, man. They've got the capital, they've got the resources, they've got yeah. the dev strength, they've got the relationships. Yeah. Oh man, are you kidding they can me? Just adjust, yeah. The, yeah, the big players out here are like right. secretly, they're like, oh, this is pretty good. Yeah. Right? We're going to wipe out all these bad guys. The <laughs> yeah. market's going to coalesce around them. They're going to, you said it correctly, their lead prices are going to go up, quality's going to go up, which is good. Right. But profit is going to go up for the lead seller. Okay, now on the other side of it, I, I, I'm i a strong believer in a personal brand is everything. And yeah. bro, you, you're, like wa a walking like poster boy for that. Tell me all about it. You know, exactly. Let me teach me something about it. The, the reason that I bring it up is that in relationship to what you were saying, how the small guy's gonna get crushed, I think that there's some small guys that wear a top hat and look and, and, and wear a persona where it's a recognizable brand. So that when you go to whatever website it is, you're you're selecting between five different people. Okay, I don't know this person. Okay, I don't know this person. Oh yeah, I've seen this guy with the top hat before. Yeah. They don't even know your name. Yeah. But like, I think that there's a lot of power in personal brand. Do you think that because it's gonna have to be individualized consent, that the person with the personal brand, something that's strong, might actually compete at an equal level with like a Quicken or now, a Rocket or well, something? Now, there's no, first of all, there's just no chance. Like, let's be realistic. You can have a personal yeah. brand, but if you're competing against somebody with billions in national marketing dollars, well, yeah. you're, not, you're not gonna win. Well, 100%. I mean, you're not it, gonna it, win, that's just reality. So, but so- Do you, you think know, there might be some small wins? I'm not saying in like, look, of course, Quicken and Rocket and like the biggest like lead buyers out there are gonna win because they have the money to spend, but I'm saying in a local market, like, Hey, look. Oh, sure. Oh, sure. Oh, sure. So look, so again, small business is getting hurt on both sides, right? One, you've got the lead generator small businesses that are going to get hit. And then, of course, you've got the lead buyer small businesses right. that are going to get hit. And they can't compete, uh, you know, get on these websites, right? The, the, now, the, now the market's going to collapse and the big players are going to be disproportionately on the websites because they can only sell the lead one time. Yeah. And who are they going to try to sell it to? Yeah. Rocket or Bob's Mortgage Shop, yeah. right? Obviously, right. they're going to go to the big boys. And that's right. just the way it is. And we shouldn't kid ourselves and say, oh, the small guy with a good brand is going to be able to compete. It's just not true. Now, 
there's going to be relationships. The small guys can have relationships with some publisher networks that might go owned and operated and right. sell and specialize to them. But at what cost? Right, right at what price? Right. So, and that market's got to figure all that out. By the way, this place is rocking. By the way, I know. Lead I generation love world is rocking it, this it sure year. Is. It is. I, I agree. It is wonderful. We had a lot of fun playing poker last night. Oh too. yeah, that yeah. Was a blast. Let's talk about that. Did you? What did you end up doing? What I was... ended up not winning, man. We got, I got sucked <laughs> out. Classic. It was the worst. We'll talk about that not on camera. It was the worst. Oh my God! Well, because Abe won, didn't he? I don't know who won. I, I walked out of there. You, you were you were spitting you were, on you the ground. Salty, yeah. I was salty. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Bro, okay, I agree with you. I think that this place is rocking, and I think that lead generation world in general is really, I, I mean, dude, this is like boring stuff that we talk about here, but I think we make it sexy and cool. I think everybody's here to like have a good time, and like, sure, there's the party aspect to it, but I think everybody's a pro. I think no. everybody raises, up, raises the bar. Everyone's a hustler here, is what yeah. the truth, right? Like, so in this room are some of the most innovative, sophisticated, smartest, brightest, just most adaptable minds right. out there, right? right. And, and, they're, and they're kind of edgy though, like almost by definition, the folks here have kind of bypassed large corporate America. Yeah. They're kind of like, we don't want to play right. in, in the meta and Amazon world. Yeah. We could, right? Yeah. The brain pans here, they, they stack right. up, right. but they're just like pirates. We just want to be out <laughs> here. And, and that's a good thing and a bad thing, right? Yeah. Because that leads to the innovation. It leads to the incredible, frankly, you know, profitability that you see yeah. in some of these shops. On the other hand, though, that mentality of like being non-conformist sometimes blends into or lends itself to being non-conformist from a compliance standpoint as well. And so like that's the bend. Like I love the anarchist bend to some of these folks, right? And look, I got it too. Like look at me, right? right. But right. by the same token, you have to still understand where the hard lines are. And that's the challenge, right? It's taking a bunch of really innovative people, really smart people, and trying to get them to color within the lines. That's the challenge, but it's a lot of fun. So and wrapping up here, what, um, I guess here, well, here, I want to talk about two things wrapping up. So I guess, first off, who the hell is Shape? You don't even know. I don't. Bro, we have 78,000 users. We're a CRM lead management company, and we, all of our, all of our stuff is TCPA, 10 DLC compliant. We actually help people get registered for 10 DLC, and you should check it out, because I bet you have a lot of clients that need a legit system that isn't working on 2010, you know. Well, I look, I will check it out, although my presence on this podcast is not an endorsement. Uh, nonetheless, I will check it out. Yeah, yeah. And if it's to my liking, I might endorse it, or at least talk about it and share it with some clients. Look, the bottom line is, we need compliance technology in this industry. We need folks that take compliance seriously and that have platforms that are scalable, yes. reliable, yes. but also that have built-in compliance functionality. Very and important. I, and I would go deeper, easy to, easy to use, and something that somebody that, like, okay, I can work off my spreadsheet that's completely non-compliant, yeah. or I can work in the system that's actually really easy to use, or, the, or it's really hard to use. What are you gonna do? It, it makes it so that you have to decide that. If it's easy, thoughtless, you can get in, get out, I think that that's a huge thing. All right, well, I'm rooting for you, Shape. I hope you guys are as awesome as you sound. What's one last thing that you want to get out to the world? Oh, man, I just love all of you guys. I love you. If you're listening to this, we're friends, we're buddies, we're pals. I'm fighting the fight for you all, right? I mean, I hope you guys know this. Nobody else out there is fighting for you. Nobody. True. I am like the guy doing it. FCC, FTC, Congress, everywhere. I'm pushing for you. Reach is pushing for you. If you want to be part of a mission, if you want to pay me back for all my hard work, don't hire me as your lawyer. I mean, you can do that too. Join Reach, man. Join our movement, join our mission, clean up the industry and push back on the regulators, but also help make this ecosystem more healthy for everybody, right? That's our mission. That's what we want to do. Wise final words, yeah, Eric man. Troutman. Absolutely. Brother, it's been great. Pleasure. Thanks, Thanks for having a lot. Me. Thanks a lot.